Episode 131 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I have come to know Allison Acklin of Cake News during my time doing business reports for Good Morning Kansas. She is co-anchor there with Shane Ewing and meteorologist Frank Waugh, so I thought it would be nice to get to know her a little bit better. Allison came by for a visit. We'll chat in a few minutes. Welcome. Glad you're here. Thanks for having me. First, here's what's in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. We may have some interesting discussions during the holidays, and when families get together and talk, politics may creep in. This week's big story is about how we handle the discussions of politics in the workplace. Business and politics occasionally collide in the workplace, and as companies talk to customers, those can be tricky waters to navigate. You don't want to lose customers, nor do you want to lose employees. We talked to some Wichitans about that. The big story, it begins on page 12. Also this week, check out a discussion about commercial banking. We brought in three commercial bankers to talk about the challenges they face, how technology is changing, what they do, and how they're handling all the data they have for and about their customers. Page 19. This week, we spent 10 minutes with Miss Janetta, Janetta Everett. She is Vice President of Professional Relations for Delta Dental of Kansas. But she's also assuming the chairmanship of the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Get to know her better on page 35. This week's list, Wichita Area Minority-Owned Businesses. That's on page 8. We offer our readers business leads each week. New real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, who's setting up new corporation, who owes back taxes, court judgments. It's all in our leads section, page 32. Back to talk with Cakes Allison Eklund in a moment. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Welcome, Allison Acklin. Thanks so much for asking me to come. Thanks for being here. This is nice, to, like I said, to be on your turf and admiring all of your awards. That's right. Isn't that nice? We've That's got them. Cool. We, we put all the wood up there on the on the wall to make sure everybody sees that. Very so. nice. Lots of awards, lots of hard work, and you know, you've got a lot of awards over there at Cake too. That's uh, a lot of hard work. Yeah, we've got a great team. Got to rack up a lot of awards this last year. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, uh, just a suburb of OKC in uh, Yukon Mustang area. Okay. Yeah. So Garth Brooks was a friend of yours. Garth Brooks on our water tower. That's right. We're big fans. So do you know the Brooks family? Not at all. Really? Not at all. I don't even know if he claims UConn as home anymore. You probably get that a lot, don't you? A lot. When you say you're from UConn. Yeah. What I associate most most with uh, Garth Brooks is that that was the name of the street that our Walmart was on. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Garth Brooks Way or something? Garth Brooks Boulevard. That's wow. where everything is. So There is no Bill Roy Boulevard in Overland Park. <laughs> someday. Maybe, maybe someday. someday. That's exactly right. What did your parents do? My mom, um, she growing up, she cleaned houses, and she still does that to this day. And my dad uh, managed restaurants and worked at a tire shop until he retired. Cool. Brothers and sisters? Yeah. Older brother, older sister. I'm the baby of the family. Where are they now? Uh, my sister is a stay-at-home mom. She's got three kiddos. And uh, then my brother, he uh, builds homes in Edmond, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. Sister's still in Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah. Both cool. are. Cool. Yep. Uh, where did you go to college? I went to school at the University of Central Oklahoma in Edmond. How did you choose that? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I had my heart set on OSU forever. Really? Yes. And then I took a tour. 
I still had my heart set on it. And then I toured UCO just one day with my dad, and that was it. Sealed the deal. I walked into the broadcast studio, and that was where I was going to go. No kidding. Yep. So they were impressive in their uh, equipment that they had and their setup there? Absolutely. I think just seeing that news desk is just like love at first sight. There have been some other folks who have come through that school, too, haven't Quite they? Quite a few, yeah. It's it's people great. we would know here in Wichita. Yeah. So we have uh, Lacey Williams. She was on the mornings with us for a little okay. while. She's since moved to uh, evenings and is doing awesome. Uh, Austin Brissett is from UCO. Okay. Taylor Adams. I'm trying to think so I don't leave anyone out. Right. Because um, there's quite a few. It's a great program. So what was your first job out of college? I went to K-10 in the Sherman-Denison, Texas area. Okay. So a really tiny market, um, covered one county in Texas, and then a couple counties in southeastern Oklahoma. What was the market number there? Oh, gosh. 172, Is that I right? believe. Yeah, it was really small. What was it like on your first day at that, uh, at that new TV station? Um said you might cry a little bit. <laughs> I was an MMJ, so I did everything, okay. um, which means that you shoot, edit, write, anchor from time to time. I mean, you pretty much do it all there. Right. And so being such a small market, you just don't have the resources, but it was such a good place to learn. That's where you can kind of make your mistakes Absolutely. and grow and then move on to hopefully a bigger market sometime. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I, I wasn't glad at the time, but I'm glad I started in Garden City, Kansas. Yeah. And, uh, you learn so much at smaller markets, and I think a lot of people lose out on that these days. They try to start at Wichita or start in Absolutely. Topeka or Kansas That's, City. They kind of described it on my first day was this is a boot camp. Right. This is where you're going to really learn everything and grow. And you might not see it at the time, but when you get to that next market, that's when you see um, the growth that you had over that year, however long you're going to be there. What's the story that you remember most from being in Texas? Oh. It's kind of a serious story. It was my last story that I ever covered there. Really? Uh, yeah. There was a man who was falsely accused of, this is awful, but he was falsely accused of following people around in his white van. And I mean, the story went viral. It wow. went all over the place. And um got to meet with him and clear his name and get his story out there. And he trusted me to tell that story. So that's what sticks with me the most is uh, helping that guy to... Get a better reputation. Yeah, after exactly. That. Yeah. Well, that's on your side exactly. right there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you remember your first live shot? The first time they said, okay, go set up with the live truck and uh, do your live shot. I do. It was actually, I think my first or second day there at the station. Um, and our news director now, I, I worked with him, um, Anthony Mazel. At K10, he's actually oh, who brought you did. me to okay, K. Okay. Um, and he's known for that now. He'll put you out there on your first, second day, say, right. just do it because you're not going to learn otherwise. Right. And it was um, the Red River flooding uh, okay. on the Oklahoma Texas state line. And what was that like? What's going through your head as uh, they're counting you down? <laughs> Remember how to tag out. <laughs> Remember <laughs> right. what to say at the end. Right. Uh, and it went fine. That's wild. Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit more about how you got to Wichita. Obviously, Anthony was your news director in Texas. Yes, yes, that's correct. Um, he was one of the first people that I met, you know, for my interview. He went out to the car. My dad uh, waited for me. He took me <laughs> to my interview. Um, and so my dad's out there waiting in the car. And Anthony insisted on walking out to the parking lot to meet my dad. Wow. And to say, hey, if you if you trust us with your daughter, I promise that we're going to take good care of her. And so from that point on, my dad said, you have to take 
this job. You right. have to start here. And so Anthony came into me one day and actually called me to his office and just said, what do you think about Wichita? I said, I've honestly never thought about <laughs> right, it. Honestly, right. haven't thought about Kansas at all. And he said, I have this opportunity. I'm going up there as news director. He was the general manager at right. the time um, of K-10. And he said, do you want to go? I said, absolutely. So especially whenever he told me the uh, the market size and that it would be a change, I said, absolutely, take me with you. Right. And the rest is history. Um, it, like you say, he was general manager and he had the opportunity to come to Wichita at Cake to be the news director. Correct. And so he was looking for talent and obviously saw something in you and wanted to bring you up to, up to Wichita. Right, yeah. Did you it's have, you talk about really never having thought of Kansas or thought of Wichita. Had you been here before? Did you have a sort of an image in your head about no. Wichita? No, not. Just, and this would have been what year? Uh, that was 2016. Okay. Um, so I've only been here about three and a half years now. Um, but no, it was, and it was mostly other people saying, why would you want to go there? Whenever <laughs> he first brought that to right. me and I said, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot because my goal was always to get back home was to get back to Oklahoma city. Okay. And so I thought, okay, well that's a, that's a stepping stone. I'm, I'm South on 35, just go up on, nor- on right. 35, just a little bit. And then I'll come back down to Oklahoma city. And then I got here and fell in love right. uh, with Wichita. So yeah. So that's the, I'll ask that question. Are you going to stay here or, you know, your dream was to go back to OKC and that's a great TV market. It is. It is growing up Oklahoma city. It's just a different type of news market Mm -hmm. where everyone watches. Everyone has their personalities that they love and has their station that they're so loyal to have their weather people that they love. Absolutely. But then I kind of found that the same thing is here in Wichita too. And I wasn't sure if I was going to find that. Um, but right now I'm in a place where I am looking to put down roots, um, getting married next year and we want to stay in Wichita, which is a great feeling to know that you're not always looking for that next jump, right. for that next place to go, to know that you can make this place home. So when Anthony brought you to Cake, were you reporting at that time? Yes, I was uh, reporting three days a week, and I was the weekend anchor okay. at the time. And then brought you uh, up to GMK. Mm-hmm. That was how long ago? That's been about a year now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so at the start, I came and started anchoring the 4 p.m. news, right. and then they decided to create a new show with the 9 a.m. Good Morning Cakeland, and I produced that for a while, and then anchored the 4 p.m., and um, then moved to GMK. So producing it means you're writing it, you're sort of stacking the show is what they right. call it every day. Right. It's, you're deciding what goes in what block. Uh, what goes where and at what time, right. and you have to time out just perfectly. Yeah, and we had a really unique opportunity with Good Morning Cakeland because Anthony basically just handed us an hour and said, do news but not news. <laughs> do news that's uh, um, just better. Right, <laughs> Make it right, a non-newsy right. show. And so we said, well, all right. And, and we had a really unique opportunity, especially with the crew that we are now on, on GMK, which is – um, Shane and Frank. Right. And we became really good friends during that time and just kind of developed this chemistry that set the stage for Good Morning Cakeland, which was just to laugh and have fun with your friends while also telling the news whenever we need to. So we know you are at the station. You're right there on our TV when we get up. Right. What time do you get up? What's your <laughs> usual day like? My usual, I wake up about 1.45 um, just because 
there's some hair and makeup involved. <laughs> That's <laughs> right? something that gets asked a lot is you have to do your own hair and makeup. Right. But uh, so I do that at home, um, get to the station, um, read through scripts, and then we're on the air at 4.30. And um, that's how my day starts. And then you're, so you're anchoring until 8 o'clock? The show's over at 7. 7. And then we have a little break in between. And then our Good Morning Kickland show starts at 9, okay. 9 to 10. And then um, after that, it's usually just, I do some of the special projects uh, at work, like our Reading Caravan, right. Golden Apple, and Wins for Kansas, and things like that. Right. The fun stuff. One of the questions I was going to ask you was, do you like being a morning anchor? That's kind of a silly question. What are you going to say? <laughs> no, I hate right. it. You know, it's terrible. No, I'm actually a morning person now, which um, my college self, you know, I thought taking 8 a.m. classes was difficult. <laughs> right. If I only knew then what I know now. Right. Um, no, I love it. It's it's again, a unique opportunity to, to get to tell the news, but also to just try to make someone's day better, to right. be able to start the day with a smile. And we have a great opportunity to do that. Some of the folks who have been in those chairs that you and Shane sit in have been there for a long time. Yes, they, they, they spent a lot of years there. Uh, do you want to maybe try to move up and get on some of the later shows eventually? You know, it's hard to say, uh, but I love the schedule that I have right. just because there is something nice about being able to have the rest of your day you bet. Um, to go run errands and to just have that sunshine. And that's really nice. But no, I think mornings fit my personality, Okay, I, I believe. Right. So we'll see what the future holds. But for right now, I really like where I'm at. Would you rather anchor or report? Oh, it's tough whenever you were, were a MMJ before. Right. Um, so it's it's pretty easy to say anchor, um, but I know reporters get a great opportunity to go out and to get to meet people one-on-one every single day. It's something new every day. So uh, I don't know. Tough question. Right now, I love anchoring though. Right. Talk about when you came to Wichita, you say you were here for a while and you fell in love with Wichita. Mm -hmm. What was it about Wichita that you fell in love with? I'll be honest. It feels like Oklahoma City on a little bit smaller scale. Uh So whenever I was looking to go back home and then came here and realized this kind of feels like home, it really doesn't feel much different. And just being, you know, two and a half hours away, it's not too far from my family and still has the feel that I loved about Oklahoma city, um, which was the great people. Everyone's so friendly. Everyone's so nice. Um, and just, Different things to do, things that I enjoy doing, a lot of things that you can explore outside and, and things like that. So it didn't feel like I was missing home that much. Is your fiance from Wichita? No, he's from Minnesota. No kidding. Yeah, we met here because he worked here as well at the time. Well, I was hoping that there would be some roots here that we could keep you here. <laughs> Not quite. Maybe, maybe another way. Not quite. See, that's that's why it's nice to say, I think we're going to stay in Wichita with us both being from different places. Right. This is kind of a nice in-between. Uh, what does he do? He flies uh, for the airlines. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. So he's uh, he's time. traveling quite a bit. and he's Yeah, he's always on the road, but he loves right. it. It's fun. Um, what are your thoughts on Wichita and where we're headed? Um, you've fallen in love with Wichita, and, and now I assume you sort of had a stake uh, in the future of Wichita. So 
what uh, what are your thoughts on on where this community is headed? Yeah, and I was just thinking about this the other day, and I don't want to keep bringing up Oklahoma City right, in this, right. so I apologize for that. But it does kind of feel like we're on the cusp of something big. Mm-hmm. It feels like I've heard a lot of people, especially other UCO grads who have coming up from Oklahoma City to live here in Wichita, that say this feels like Oklahoma City not that long ago before it just kind of exploded right. um, with the thunder and things that we have down there. That's kind of like what we feel like in Wichita. And it feels like a really exciting time to be here, especially in my position um, in the community to see that growth and to plant roots here as well and to just right. be a part of that growth. Um, where do you live in Wichita? Uh, obviously, I don't want your address. <laughs> but uh, I live on the west side, actually. Don't You're a west sider. Yeah. Good. Yep. Just like I am. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Brittany is on the east side. She's actually in Augusta, so she's in Butler Oh, County. wow. Quite far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so downtown is really, uh, has some momentum. Uh, do you come downtown very often? We do in the summertime. Okay. Um, but honestly, we spend a lot of our time when he's actually home and I'm able to stay awake in the evenings. Uh, we like to go explore nature somewhere kind of off the different sides of Wichita. Right now we've just discovered, um, Pawnee Prairie Park, which I know is, um, it shouldn't have been a secret to us. It shouldn't have been a hidden gem, but we just discovered it. And we love things like that. So that or going up to the Flint Hills and exploring and, and things like that. So more so than going out downtown, we're more kind of exploring right outside. The news business is changing. All of it is changing because of the Internet, because of websites and because of how we all reacted, except for maybe the Wall Street Journal uh, in giving our content away sure. for free, and, yeah. and, and we've made a transition over the last 20 years. Talk about the news business. It's, it is changing. So yeah. how do we keep our readers and viewers and listeners? How do we do that? That's tough. Uh, we just had a group of students who visited um, the studio. I wasn't there, but was discussing it with Shane, and, and he was having a good talk with them about how they get their news. Right. And it's not from watching on TV. Right. You know, they talk about social media. Yep. Um, but then you just mentioned it, giving away your content for free right. on social media. It's finding that in between. And I think what you're doing right now, especially with a podcast, uh, is great. Shane's really spearheading a, a, something at Cake with hopefully having a podcast in the future. Right. I think that's kind of where it's at, is yep. just finding where viewers, or listeners, are and where they want to get their content and it's just having to to just throw things at it and see what yep, sticks yep. as so. an industry we just have to find new ways to tell right. stories yeah because there are lots of compelling stories out there we have to have an informed electorate so Absolutely. they can make good dis- uh, decisions about how to spend their money and right. their taxes and right. all that yeah so. and i hope it takes off shane's been so passionate about building up um, a podcast for the station because i think that that's where it's going next and i yeah. think he'd be a great person to do that maybe he'll have me on his podcast yeah yeah I don't know. you maybe never know first guest i'll, I'll <laughs> we'll, say some. we'll do a dueling podcast <laughs> we'll just set everything up in here and we'll both do a podcast yeah, it'll be the same thing uh you're enjoying what you're doing love it it's a good time. I, I haven't woken up yet dreading going to work, right. which is a nice feeling. That's huge. I might be tired, but I'm happy to be there, and I want to be there. You're having your uh, your Thanksgiving over the weekend. Yes, Have a great Saturday. time with your family. Thank Enjoy you so Thanksgiving. Much. Hopefully all our listeners had a great Thanksgiving on Thursday. Allison Acklin, thank you so much Thanks for being for having here. Me. We're glad you're in Wichita. We hope you stay in Wichita for me quite too. a long time. Thank you. Back in a moment. 
At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours, so we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit EquityBank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy. This week, episode 131. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.